You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 124. And today, ladies, we are diving into a topic that has a name, but most people really don't understand what it's all about or how they get it or what they should do about it. And it's called fatty liver disease. Now, I'm going to stop you right there because I don't want you to turn off the episode thinking, oh, I don't have fatty liver disease, so I don't need to listen. Because what I'm talking about in today's episode is mostly what we can do, all of us, to keep our livers healthy, whether we have fatty liver disease or not. So please listen in, because if you do have fatty liver disease, you're going to gain some benefit from this. And if you don't have fatty liver disease, you're going to gain some benefit from this, and you're going to learn how to keep your liver healthy. So either way, join me, and let's understand this topic that gets shunned a lot, fatty liver disease. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. Well, hey there, ladies, and welcome back to another episode. And today, like you heard from our intro, I wanted to talk to you about fatty liver disease. And one of the reasons is because there's... There's a lot of questions around this. People don't understand, you know, really what it is. Um, There's really no symptoms to it. We're going to talk about that most of the time. And there's different types of it, but they just don't really kind of comprehend this type of diagnosis. And they think it's personal. Most people think it's personal because when you tell them, oh, hey, you have fatty liver disease, they think that you're telling them that they're fat. And that's not necessarily always the case, but yes, obesity is one of the things that can lead to fatty liver disease. But one of the main reasons that I wanted to come on here and talk about it is because we're seeing, I'm seeing anyways, and I'm believing from what the research that I'm doing, that we're just seeing a rise and a prevalence of this particular type of disease. As our population becomes unhealthier, you tend to see a swing in certain directions with certain diseases that um, tend to increase. And fatty liver disease is one of those. And one of the reasons also that I want to focus and talk to you about that today is because we're seeing this a lot more in women and we're seeing it a lot more in younger women when before in years past, we would generally see this more in a population that was over the age of 45. But now we're seeing it in women as young as in their 20s and especially in the 30s, moving into the 40s. So that's why you know me, women's health is my gig. I come here and talk to you about it straight from the lamb. And so we're going to talk all about the skinny of, the skinny, I should say that, no pun intended, of fatty liver disease. So first of all, what is it? Fatty liver disease is a medical condition where you have too much fat buildup in your liver. Okay, most people are probably saying, yeah, Michelle, I can get that from the title of what it's called. While people consider all forms of fatty liver to be the same, that's hence what we're going to be talking about, they're not. There are three types of fatty liver, but for the sake of this podcast, we're only going to be talking about two of them. 
And the first one, the three of them are alcoholic fatty liver disease. The second one is not alcoholic fatty liver disease. And then the third one is pregnancy related fatty liver disease. And for this podcast episode today, we are not going to be talking about pregnancy related fatty liver disease. We're just going to be talking about the other two. So the first one is alcoholic fatty liver disease. And from that, most people can deduce that you are going to get fatty liver disease from consuming, you know, alcoholic beverages. And it's consuming a lot of alcoholic beverages on a consistent basis over a period, you know, over periods of time. Alcohol is very damaging to the liver and to your kidneys, but it especially causes fatty liver disease. And you can also get liver failure from alcoholic fatty liver disease. And you may also, there's some people that have to have liver transplants based on alcoholic fatty liver disease. Okay. But the most common one that I'm, that I see and that I treat, you know, on an everyday basis. And especially as I'm talking about like today, as I'm telling you that there's a prevalence in this is in the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease category. Okay. And this is another type, as you can deduce from the title, it is a fatty liver disease, but it is non-related to drinking alcohol. Okay. Um, while you, you know, some people still drink alcohol, you can, even though if you drink small or moderate amounts of alcohol, you can still get non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, meaning it's not caused from you consuming large amounts of alcohol, but you still drink alcohol, but you get it from other things. Okay. Largely, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease is usually from an unhealthy lifestyle and it can come from other medical conditions. And even in some cases, it can even be genetically, you know, you can be genetically predisposed. If you've ever had hepatitis C, um, you know, then you also are at an increased risk because um, any type of hepatitis causes inflammation to the liver. But for the most part, and for the sake of this podcast, we're going to be talking about non-alcoholic fatty liver disease that usually is coming because of poor eating habits and just, you know, not exercising enough and different dietary things that you are doing that you could shift and not be doing. And we're going to talk about the different topics. So number one, I talked to you about the two types of them. Then I'm going to talk to you about foods that I want you to, or that you can avoid if you have fatty liver disease. Then we're going to talk about foods to focus on. Then we're going to talk about herbs to clean out your liver superfoods that you may want to include. And then we're going to talk about detox drinks that you can do to help your liver. Now, don't turn the podcast off right now because you think, Hey, Michelle, I don't have fatty liver disease in any way, shape or form. That is okay. Because all of the things that I'm going to be talking to you about today have to do with keeping your liver healthy, whether you have fatty liver disease or you don't. So just Keep on listening because you're going to pick up a lot of things because we're going to be talking about how to keep our livers healthy. Alrighty. Okay. So again, you are at higher risk of fatty liver disease. If you happen to be overweight, if you have an autoimmune liver disease, if you happen to have diabetes, or if you happen to have high cholesterol, those also put you at increased risks. Okay. Because they're all they all can affect your liver. They're all microvascular type of diseases. They can help, you know, slow down the liver. So what percentage of the population has fatty liver disease? Well, 25%, and I'm going to even say moving on up to the 30% of the U.S. population has fatty liver disease. And we're seeing a growing number of that in our younger population. Okay. Usually the causes of fatty liver disease, like I said, is eating in excess calories, which can cause fat buildup in your liver because when the liver does not process and break down fats as it normally should, too much fat will accumulate. 
people tend to develop fatty liver if they have other conditions like I talked about earlier, such as diabetes, or if you have high cholesterol, or if you happen to be overweight. Now, like I said, most of the time, you're not going to feel fatty liver disease. How it gets diagnosed is when you come in for an annual physical and we run your annual lab work, which happens to be one of those labs happens to be a comprehensive metabolic. And inside that's a blood test and it looks at your liver, your kidney, and it looks for diabetes. And sometimes we'll get your liver functions back and they'll be elevated. So then the next step is we check your for hepatitis A, B, and C to make sure that you don't have any form of hepatitis that could be causing an elevated liver disease. Or then next, we always will all run, well, I always do anyways, is an ultrasound to take a look at your liver to see if it is, you know, if you do have this, if you have fatty liver, and then we can talk about what are we going to do about it, okay? Because while fatty liver disease, you know, can be potentially serious, it's easy, it is easy to treat and to reverse if you focus on the right things and focusing on the right things happens to do with nutrition, weight loss, and other types of medical treatments that can help clean out your liver and, and help you to avoid serious complications. And you also want to make sure that you, if you do drink alcohol, okay, for either one of these, that you do want to stop drinking alcohol and not have any alcohol. Even if you have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, it means that your liver is, you know, predisposed to having, to being sluggish and not working as properly. And then alcohol further makes it not work that great as well. Okay. So next I told you, we're going to talk about some things that you want to not do. So we're going to look at some things that you want to cut out. Like I said, if you have fatty liver disease, first of all, whether, like I said, I'm repeating myself again, but it's worth repeating that if you have either alcoholic or non-alcoholic, you want to cut back on alcohol because it can still contribute to your fatty liver disease, even if you have the non-alcoholic kind. And I said that it is very damaging. It causes your liver to not be able to clean out. And your liver is what essentially processes things in your body. Your liver is one of your main detox organs to help you get rid of toxins. And if you, if you have a sluggish liver, then you're not going to be able to get rid of those toxins. You're not going to be able to get rid of hormones, unnecessary, you know, hormones that you don't need and clean out the toxins from your body. Hence you become sicker and you develop other things. Okay. So the first thing besides cutting out alcohol is I want you to reduce your sugar or carbs. And this is, this is again, like I said, whether you have any problems with your liver or not, these are things that you're going to want to do anyways. You're going to want to cut back on alcohol. If you do drink alcohol in large quantities, you know, or even if you drink it socially and you're drinking it all the time, just think that you may not have any problems with your liver now, but the, the buildup of it over time can cause you to have some liver problems. Number two, reduce your sugars and carbs. That's good for anybody because when it comes to your diet and, and, you has, and you're dealing with fatty liver disease, you will typically want to stick to a more low carb type of diet, okay? This in turn is also going to reduce your sugar intake because sugar that doesn't come from natural sources like from fruits and vegetables can increase your blood sugar, which in turn can cause the buildup of fat in your liver. And again, that produces more fat. So you want to be helping your liver to move in the opposite direction and you want to be helping your liver to get healthy. Okay. So start eating less sugar to help your liver overall. Start watching and reducing your carbs, including bread, rice, and starchy vegetables. You want to look for things that are on the low glycemic index. You'll also want to eat less saturated fats. 
because even if you're reducing your carbs, that doesn't mean you're following a low carb diet where you just eat, you know, you're going to be eating meat and cheese. You don't want to be eating all that kind of stuff either. You want to also be reducing your fat consumption, which is primarily the fat, the saturated type of fat, which is the bad fats. So this means cutting way back on your red meats, such as pork, beef, and lamb, if you eat it. And instead you want to be sticking to the low fat meats like chicken and turkey, or occasionally a low fat cut of beef. You should also limit and watch deli meats like pepperoni and salami because those are high in fats, they're high in salt, and they just are, most of them are high in, you know, um, what is it? It's nitrates, sodium nitrates, and other things that are not really health, healthy for your system at, as well, okay? So then, so those are some of the things that you want to start, you want to avoid. You want to start eating less saturated fats. You want to start reducing your sugar and your carbs, and you want to start cutting back on any type of alcoholic beverages if you do drink alcohol. Things that you want to focus on and foods that you want to focus on, again, you would think, okay, they're just kind of like the opposite of what we just talked about. You want to focus on eating healthy protein, okay? So you want to eat protein again, like we talked about earlier, that doesn't build up that saturated fat. So you want to eat things like we just said, like turkey or chicken or fish. You want to start eating things like low-fat cottage cheese. You want to start eating things like nuts and seeds, you know, and watching your eggs. Even though eggs are good for you, you don't want to be eating them every day. And you even want to get legumes in there as well. It's not to say that you can have a hamburger every now and then or a steak, but you just don't want to be eating the likes of bacon and sausage and things that are heavily laden in fat all the time. You want to stick more to the lean stuff and then on occasion, treat yourself to those other things if you want to. And like I said, you don't always have to stick to a low carb diet either. You just want to watch the carbs. You want to be eating, you know, complex carbs and not those simple carbs that break down into sugars really fast. Okay. Then the next thing that you can also look to add more of is add more vegetable juice. So maybe you're already a fan of juicing. And if you are hallelujah, then you're in luck because raw vegetable juice is an excellent source for cleaning out your liver. Plus you get a lot of other health benefits all at the same time with vegetable juice. You want to use raw vegetables instead of frozen or canned. And you can save money on the veggies by finding a local farmer's market, you know, near your house and shopping local. Um, these vegetables tend to be higher in nutrients and antioxidants when they're juiced completely raw. Juicing your own vegetables and making your own juice reduces the sugar and other additives that bottled juices sometimes contain. There's a lot of, also there's a lot of great juicing companies out there. You all, you've heard me talk about Little West before in some episodes and they have some great juices too. Then the next thing that you'll want to be adding, and I hope that you like this as much as my grandbaby, she loves beets. When it comes to the vegetables you should be eating, beets are among the best for fatty liver. These purple yummy veggies will purify your blood while cleansing your body and helping to improve your liver function. Beets are also extremely high in fiber, iron, folate, and many other vitamins and minerals. So try adding beets to your salads, enjoying them as a side dish with your lean protein or including them in your vegetable juice. My grandbaby loves beets and my husband, we grow beets out in our garden every single year. The next thing that you want to add to your diet, like we talked about earlier is healthy fats. There's a difference between unhealthy and healthy fats. So while I'm talking to you and I'm telling you to reduce your saturated fats, it is still encouraged that you have some healthy fats in your diet. These were, these will replace those unhealthy fats and they can help you to cleanse your liver. So what are some of those healthy fats? You might've guessed olive oil, 
one of my go-tos, coconut oil, my next go-to, flaxseed oil and flat and flax seeds themselves and or flaxseed oil, avocados, oh, and those are my go-to too. I love avocados, chai seeds, and I just here I just finished my smoothie that had chai seeds in it and even olive, olives. And my husband is an olive freak to death. Seeds and nuts are also healthy fats. So, you know, it's called moderation, ladies. So I don't want you to feel, oh my God, overwhelmed that you have to change your diet up and do everything all in the same day. Okay. You know that I don't do that here. I talked to you about making gradual changes and adding in good foods to replace the unhealthy ones. And it will make considerable difference in the health of your liver. So small steps, you know, start adding in maybe more avocados, you know, start using switching up instead of vegetable oil or canola oil, you use olive oil or you use coconut oil, start putting a teaspoon or a tablespoon of flaxseed ground that is ground flaxseed into your smoothies or, you know, chai seed into your smoothie or making chai pudding. There's so many great recipes for chai pudding. Okay. Or even eating olives. So those are healthy fats that you want to include in your diet. Okay. So next let's talk about some herbs that can help you with cleaning out your liver. And the number one that tops my chart that I talk to all my patients about is milk thistle. Okay. This first herb, it's good for cleaning out your liver. When you have fatty liver disease, it is a medicinal herb that has many amazing health benefits. There is a compound in, in milk thistle called, um, it's slimer, it's slimerian that can keep toxins in your liver from leading to cell damage. It can stimulate regeneration of the cells while also cleaning toxins from the liver at the same time. Milk thistle can be added to your diet in a variety of ways, but one idea is to turn it into a tea. So you can have milk thistle tea. You can get dried milk thistle leaves and steep them in hot water similar to any other cup of tea, sweeten it with a natural sweetener like stevia or a little bit of honey. And there you've got some milk thistle tea. You can also take a milk thistle supplement. You can get those. But again, like I said, if you're going to take any type of supplements, make sure that you get a good supplement and it's doing you, you know, good and not just doing you nothing. Cause a lot of them out there do nothing. So go to a reputable health food store near you and ask, you know, talk to the person who's there, who's knowledgeable to give you a good milk thistle product. I absolutely love milk thistle. I also really love, um, dandelion root. Okay. If you've ever looked up medicinal herbs, you've probably come across dandelion root more than once. This is definitely one of the top herbs for your health with a wide range of benefits. It also happens to be high in the list of herbs to help clean and detoxify a fatty liver. Dandelion root is actually a type of weed, though also considered a medicinal herb. It really helps to clean out your liver. It removes toxins and it helps to break up the buildup of fat there. It can also help, it can also help to prevent more serious liver diseases like cirrhosis, which can be a complication of liver disease. Okay. The next one is I love is turmeric. Turmeric. I have turmeric all the time. I put a teaspoon of turmeric with some, um, black pepper. I, a lot of times I put that in my smoothie or I just put turmeric over my food that I want to eat. You know, it's that it, you know, turmeric is the root that is also yellow and orange in color and it provides a nice spice to your food. So you can use it in spicy foods. You can even make turmeric tea. Um, you can put it in your smoothie, however you like it. It all, it also happens to be one of the best things you can feed your body and for your liver. Turmeric is actually a root herb related to ginger. It can also help to boost healthy regeneration cells in your liver. Plus it protects your liver from damage. It is also great at removing toxins from your liver and your kidneys. 
Okay. You can cook meals with turmeric. You can add to add some spices, or like I said earlier, you can add it to teas. So these are some natural things that you should be doing anyways, whether you have liver disease or not, because all of these things can make your liver healthier and sustain you much longer. The next one is chicory. The last root, the last herb on the list is chicory. This is another plant that is reserved, that is revered for its ability to detoxify your body and cleanse your liver of nasty fats and toxins. Chicory can be used for medicinal reasons, but the, but the leaves also provide benefits for foods that you prepare. This is great because it's easy to add to soups and other meals to get great benefits. All right. So there you have it. We talked about chicory. We talked about turmeric. We talked about dandelion root, and we talked about milk thistle. Okay. Those are all great things that you can use. And you can also, another one that tops my list is alpha lipoic acid. Either you're going to take alpha lipoic acid. Oh, here's the thing too. All right. So if you're going to do a supplement like milk thistle, you want to do milk thistle. You don't want to do milk thistle and then, um, and then any other, and then alpha lipoic acid at the same time, pick one or the other, but you can definitely drink dandelion root tea. You can definitely have turmeric and you can do that in all sorts of forms, as well as taking milk thistle. The thing of it is, is that you don't want to take too many things all at the same time. So kind of pick one thing or the other that you like and that you want to use, but turmeric is a spice that you can use all the time. Okay. So don't worry about that dandelion root. You can use too. You just want to make sure too, that you're not going overboard with some of these things causing, you know, other serious side effects too. And again, like I always say, you know, if you're taking medications, you always want to check with your medical provider or with your pharmacist to make sure that none of these things interact with any prescription medications that you are currently taking. All right. So next let's talk about some superfoods that can help you with liver to help your liver, either whether you have fatty liver disease or you do not. The first one is garlic. That's one of my favorites. You'll probably see this superfood listed on many top lists from best all around superfoods to those that help with kidneys and blood pressure. It also happens to be one of the best herbs to take if you have a fatty liver. Garlic cleanses your body. It detoxifies naturally, including cleaning out your liver. It can also help protect your liver from damage and reduces the risk of fatty liver disease from coming back. Okay. So you want to, if you want to get rid of it, you want to keep it away. Garlic is one of those things. Okay. It is also really simple to add it to your diet. You can simply use garlic to season more of your foods from using garlic salt on your turkey burgers to adding garlic to soup, to taking garlic supplements, if that's your thing. But also you always want to make sure that you talk to your medical provider and, and ask your pharmacist too, if these certain supplements that you can take with other medications, garlic also happens to be like a blood thinner. So if perhaps you're taking like, um, warfarin or coumadin, this may be something that you want to talk to your medical provider if this is something that you should be taking or not. Okay. The next thing is vegetables to the best vegetable superfoods for fatty liver disease. As we talked about earlier, one of them happens to be beets. The second happens to be carrots. Beets are the top food to eat. Like we talked about, if you have fatty liver disease, as they have beta carotene and, and plant flavonoids to help cleanse your liver more rapidly than other foods. Carrots also contain similar nutrients along with glutathione, which is a protein to help detoxify your liver. So try to eat more carrots and try to eat more beets as these will have, you know, much better thing. You can add it to smoothies. You can add it to side dishes. You know, you can eat carrots plain by themselves. But again, too, if you have, if you're somebody who has diabetes, carrots are higher in sugar um, because they're just sweeter than other things. So just be careful the amount of carrots that you're eating as well. Everything in moderation. Remember the next superfood that I want to talk to you about is grapefruit. Okay. Because the best one that you can eat, this is one of the best ones that you can eat and it's loaded with antioxidants, 
vitamin C, and glutathione. With this combination of nutrients, grapefruit helps to boost growth of the enzymes in your liver that can help to clean it out. Eat half a grapefruit for breakfast with some, you know, cottage cheese if you like, add sliced grapefruit to your salad, or just enjoy it as a snack in between meals. It also provides some sweetness so you can get natural sugar instead of having cravings for sweets as opposed to, you know, avoiding sweets altogether. So grapefruits are great. You can actually put a little bit of stevia on it like I do in the morning. But again, grapefruit is one of those ones that you have to be careful with if you have, if you're taking thyroid medication and other medications. So make sure that you talk to your medical provider or you talk to your pharmacist about, you know, if you can have grapefruit and if you can have, if you take certain medications, where in the day or how far apart from that particular medication that you're taking can you eat these things okay it's always good to know what medicines you take and how certain supplements and even certain you know fruits and vegetables can affect those those um, medicines that you're taking always great to know because that's helping you to be your number one self-care advocate the next superfood and we talked about this it's not actually a food but it's a tea it's green tea and it's by what it's one of the best things that you can drink is because it has so many benefits, health benefits that benefit so many parts of your body other than just your liver. And you can use it to cleanse out um, toxins from your liver, but you can also just drink it to help with overall energy, um, boost mood. It just has so many different great benefits. So green tea, I can't say enough about that as well. So the last thing that I want to talk to you about is detox drinks that you can have for your fatty liver. So if you're struggling with fatty liver or you just want to get your liver healthier, like we've been talking about all along, adding in more healthy nutrients and superfoods is one of the best things that you can do in addition to changing your diet, like we talked about, but you can also start drinking detox drinks. So I want to give you some detox drinks that are healthy, that include fruits and vegetables that can help you cleanse your body, detox your body, detox your liver, help your kidneys and all that other good stuff like that. So the first one, as we talked about earlier, detox drinks, we already mentioned this was beets and carrot juice. So go juice yourself some beets, eat some beets, juice some carrot juice, make a combination of beet carrot juice. You know, you can shred carrots, you can shred beets, you can put them on a salad, you know, um, you can do all kinds of different things. There's lots of different recipes that you can do with that one. Okay. The next thing is to have infused water. Okay. Because you want to start detoxing your body for just for simple health reasons. Okay. And you want to start drinking more water and you want to start drinking less sugary drinks and soft drinks. But it also is even more important if you have fatty liver disease that you want to start flushing out your body and getting rid of some of these toxins. So infused water is one of the best things that you can do. And you can infuse it with fruits, vegetables, and herbs. Not only does it taste much better, but the produce and herbs can actually improve the health benefits of your water. So think of some of those, you know, um, you can flavor it with cucumber. You can put, um, what else can you put? Oh, strawberries in there. You can put mint in your, in your water. There's so many different things, you know, lemon, lime, all those different things, sliced oranges. So you can just come up with a bunch of different infused drinks that you can infuse combinations that you can have for your water to make it better. Then the next thing is green tea, ginger tea. Ginger tea is an excellent herb to help with your liver. Plus it makes a delicious and detoxifying tea. The detox tea not only helps with your liver disease, but can help other organs to function much better. Ginger contains anti-inflammatory properties, while you can also add some fresh lemon to the tea, further increasing your vitamin C and increasing the antioxidant potential. 
This tea is great to have in the morning and will boost your immune system while detoxifying your body of nasty toxins. So ginger tea, you might've also heard that ginger helps soothe your stomach. So if you happen to have a little bit of nausea or vomiting or happen to be a little queasy, people say, Hey, go ahead and have some ginger, you know, get some ginger tea. I love ginger peach tea. It's great. You can, it's refreshing. I make it in the summer and it's great to have all year round. But besides cleansing your liver, it also helps to boost your immune system. And we've been talking about boosting your immune system, especially in light of the recent COVID. Then the last thing I want to talk to you about is green smoothies. So, you know, why not enjoy a delicious green smoothie? People, for whatever reasons, they don't like the word green or they don't want to see green in their smoothie. So here's a couple things that you can do. All right. If you don't like green, then you can put it in a container where you're not going to see the color, number one. Or number two, you can add other fruits to it to, you know, make it look a different color so it's not just pure green. But I'd really love for you to get in the habit of drinking at least a green smoothie at least once or twice a week that is purely just green. Okay. And you can add a little fruit or other things to sweeten it, but, you know, not make a smoothie all the time out of just fruits and just other stuff. Use some greens in there too, because greens are going to help to cleanse out your liver and it's going to help boost your nutrients. And it's going to help you just do so many other things and help you have a lot more energy. So especially for fatty liver disease, you might want to get some dandelion greens. Those are amongst the best you can have. You can also add in some greens, like we talked about, add some beets into your smoothie, some carrots. You can do celery, lemon juice, or apple juice will sweeten it up a bit. Lemon juice, not so much is going to sweeten it up. It's going to make it more tangy, but there's a lot of people that like that tangy taste. So, you know, like I said, have a green smoothie at least once or twice a week. If you don't like the look of it, like I said, put in, put it in a cup that where you can't see through, so you don't know it's green or number two, you know, just add a few fruits to it. So it kind of doesn't look so green as well. Okay. Because it really is going to just help your body overall. And not to mention, just, I want to let you know that upcoming the second week of June, I'm going to be running a three day superfood smoothie, um, and endless energy challenge for three days. It's going to be run over a Thursday no, it's going to be run over a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because, um, you know, that's when most people are at home. It's going to be something really simple. I'm going to be giving you a, a super smoothie food guide, um, with recipes and why smoothies are healthy. And then over those three days, I'm going to be going live in a private Facebook group, talking to you about other ways that you can have endless energy, because I know as a busy working mom, as a busy working woman, you know, we just get tired and we want to have more energy. So this three-day challenge is going to be something that you're going to want to keep your eyes open for when we start to open the doors and get closer. I'll let you know, but just to keep it on your watch list. Okay. So in the nutshell, to sum everything up today, two different types of fatty liver, there's the alcoholic kind and there's non-alcoholic kind. The majority of people have the non-alcoholic kind. And the majority of people can really help a fatty liver disease by just simply doing lifestyle changes to manage the disease. Okay. And we talked about those today, following a healthier diet, reducing your fat intake, reducing your alcoholic, your alcohol consumption. Oh, also you want to reduce like things like if you take a lot of non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, Tylenol, those things also bog up the liver big time. Pain medication bogs up the liver big time. So again, you know, if you have to take those things, we understand that, but you can do some of these other things to help your liver function even better. And these were tips today that we gave you that whether you have liver disease or not, these are great tips that are going to keep your liver in tip top shape. 
So again, follow a healthier diet, reduce your alcohol intake, add those superfoods that we talked about earlier, get plenty of exercise to help reduce some weight. If you happen to be overweight, but exercise also, you know, improves your mood, improves, gets everything flowing. It helps you poop better. Okay. And all that other kind of stuff and add some drink some detox beverages that we talked about adding some, you know, great teas to your, to your thing, infuse water. All those things are going to make your liver very healthy, very happy and very healthy in light of having any type of fatty liver or not. So I hope you got a little bit out of this today. I hope we kind of explained to you the difference between, you know, what you know, what fatty liver is the two different types, alcoholic and non-alcoholic. And that most of it, you know, the non-alcoholic type is usually mostly from, you know, just poor lifestyle changes that we're, that we need to change and we need to do something about. We talked about superfoods. We talked about, um, detox drinks. We talked about herbs that you can add in there. We talked about good foods that you want to have. We talked about foods that you want to avoid. So, Again, get out there and make your liver healthy and happy. Start putting some of these in, you know, head on over to iTunes. Let us know, you know, how you like the episodes or this episode, leave us a rating and review. We greatly appreciate it. Come on over at Instagram at Wellwom Network and, you know, hit us up in the DMs. Let us know if these are topics that you're liking, or if you want to see something different, you can come over to our group, Well Woman Network 360 over in Facebook and, um, chat it up there with us. But you know, ladies, I come up with these topics just, you know, based on the patients that I'm seeing, the things that I currently see in my practice, but if they're not hitting the mark with you, you are my audience. And this is who I want to make this content, this content for. So if it's not hitting the mark, you know, please, I, I love constructive criticisms. If there's any way that you think we can improve the podcast, if there's things that you want to see more of, let us know if there's things that you want us to talk less about, let us know because you know, you're listening in and when you're listening in, this is a podcast for you. So I want it to be what you want to hear and not what you don't want to hear. So, you know, like I said, hit me up over in the DMS on Instagram, you know, come over in the, our private Facebook group at well woman network 360, you know, leave us a rating and review, please leave us a good rating and review. Um, you know, if it's something bad, just come over and talk to us in the DMS or over privately in our Facebook group or wherever. But if you could go over there and give us a five-star rating, leave us a review. It helps this podcast to move up and for more people to see it. That's just how iTunes does. It's mostly for iTunes. It's not really for Spotify or for any of those other platforms like that. So I hope that you have a richly blessed week. I hope I didn't talk too much or blabber on like I do, but you know, I just get so passionate about these things, you know, and I just love all these different topics. So until next week, um, may you have a blessed week and bye for now.